Hello, everybody, and welcome to our brand new podcast, Unsolved Mysteries and Midnight Snacks, a podcast with John and Tanya. I am so excited to be joining you today with John. Hello. And we are going to be going over all kinds of things on this podcast, like UFOs, Bigfoot, the Bermuda Triangle, ancient aliens and pyramids, anything unsolved or kind of extraterrestrial or science fiction, we'll be discussing it on this podcast. Um, So I am going to hand this over to John and he's going to get us started with our podcast tonight. Well, a little fun fact, 33% of people on earth has seen a UFO. Well, it's pretty crazy. I mean, there's a lot of people on Earth, and 33% of them have seen a UFO. That's probably a pretty big number. How many? How many people are on this planet? I have no clue. How the hell did I know? <laughs> Thirty million. I'm check. <laughs> Thirty million. <laughs> That's probably like 248 billion. Okay. okay. So on Earth, there are 7.753 billion people. Oh, but this says 2020. Yeah. So Uh-oh. they probably got to update that. They're estimating that the population is going to go up 0.21%. So, yeah. Huh. Fun fact 21%. So, yeah, there's been a lot of UFO sightings. And in other words, a whole lot. I think they said there was over 6,000 last year in the United States. That's so crazy because you know you always see those TikToks of people. Do you follow that channel? I don't know. I follow all kinds of TikTok channels or UFO sighting channels. Hmm. I don't really follow those. What? And your UFO guy? Yeah. No, no, don't really follow those. Those are kind of crazy ones. See some real ones. I think I've seen a UFO one time. It was like when I was a little kid. I was in the yard. It was crazy. It was all kind of different lights. I don't know. Maybe I get to say it was probably weather blue. I like Roswell. Alien crash there. Then they try to covered up by saying it, it was a you're under the five flying object and he's like oh no it's a weather balloon then they got that guy what was his name to show the weather balloon and had him hold it up and things and he's like no no that wasn't me I mean it was me but he was like there was a UFO there so they lied about that then what was the the second one it was in a desert I think it was called... I think it was called Piedmont. Piedmont. What was that? 1952? Somewhere there? Um, yeah, it was a little bit after Roswell. Um, Roswell was in 1947 in New Mexico. Yeah, it was called 1952. Until we find out the true date. But yeah, that one crashed into... What was it? Like, out of a mountain. And the U.S. government, the Air Force, actually hurried up there, contained it, had a whole bunch of different scientists, and everybody come look at it. It was a pretty crazy experience. Oh, it says 
1973. Ah, 73. So, yeah, it was a little ways after Roswell. But still, during that time, they still saw stuff from satellite photos. Yeah. I don't know. So, what would hmm. you want to talk about? I guess we can talk about this hot topic that is becoming more and more popular. Like as I mentioned before, the TikTok channels that are coming out, Instagram accounts talking about the UFOs or flying objects, unidentified flying objects. Um, so one big question that we have um, is the government hiding the aliens. So it seems like Roswell was the first alien cover-up in 1947 where the government really started to hide the truth from us and then I feel like they did kind of hide it in plain sight I mean they told us about it you know on um, TV you know they had all these you know but they kind of made it um, not like woo science but I guess not mainstream, you know, kind of, oh, I guess they they were calling it fringe science, you know. So you're crazy, you're a lunatic if you're going to be huh. into UFOs. Yeah. Um, but so that's how it was back in the day. But I feel like now we all have our cell phones. Everybody, even in third world countries, pretty much everybody on this planet has a cell phone. So it is so much more easy what? Probably a lot of people that don't have cell phones in this world. Yeah, but I mean, but there's more than there was back in the before cell phones. Yeah, there. but so so it's for, hard to carry a camera with you and get a good picture with the crappy cameras back then. Yeah, like any kind of motion would have a blur. Exactly, but so for example, right now there's a a video I saw circulating that. There was a commercial flight that saw a UFO, and so you got to think pretty much everybody on that plane, they're just sitting there, passengers, anybody with a window seat has a cell phone, they can record it. So just that right there, that maybe if somebody saw something in the 1940s or 50s, and, oh, that reminds me of that Twilight Zone <laughs> episode, where the Twilight guy was on, remember that creature was on the plane? I don't know if you guys have seen that. Always on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty cra crazy episode. I like that. But anyway, so back then, if you saw something on the airplane wing, um, you could say, "Hey, look at that! Look at that!" And then a hand, only a handful of people are gonna see it, so you can't really prove it. It just, you know, oh, the five or six people's words. But if you know five or six people start spreading this video on the internet, yeah. you know, pretty crazy to think. You know, now you have millions fast. of people validating that yes that is a ufo that is aliens um so it's definitely a different time now and it's not really considered yeah, the fringe like it's science. a bug that's what it was you yeah a, a bug or a weather balloon or venus um, or that was a planet that only comes out once a year yeah so i mean i feel like they definitely had tried to hide it from us cover a lot of things up but i feel like you know because it seems like we just stalled too with our technology. It seems like we went from nothing to all this great technology to 
now the iPhones, they just keep adding one little thing more. It's like, oh, we're going to give you a third camera. Congratulations. Like, I only need one camera. Well, maybe that's the aliens keeping us where they want us to be. Um, but I did uh, take a look at this a story about some astronomers um, from the, oh, I think it's saying, Okahana, <laughs> Hawaii Observatory. Um, so this is about an asteroid that some people actually think it's disguised as that asteroid, but it's really a spaceship. Um, so what I thought was most interesting about this was this uh, possible alien spacecraft or asteroid, whatever you want to call it. They, uh, it was basically like a long cigar shaped. Yeah, it was crazy. They said it actually went 196,000 miles per hour. And the trajectory went close to Earth around the sun and then actually turned back around and went the opposite direction. Like, that's not really normal. Things go around the atmosphere and it kind of goes straight through. I mean, it doesn't really turn around. So they definitely think it was manned with a pilot because what are the chances that it didn't hit anything? It went perfectly through the center, you know, rotated around the sun and went back out. So it's going back to the solar system it came from, that's just not something that naturally happens in science. So they definitely think it's being piloted or something. Um, and especially at that speed, what a what a crazy fast speed. I can't even imagine anything going that fast. Um, so John, so what do you think about that? Do you think that this is a our first alien spacecraft that we're coming coming in contact with because it actually came from another solar system it's a good possibility but there's so many things out there right now i mean six thousand sightings in one year i mean yeah i don't know could be i don't think it was the first i think there's many more before it say like the ancient aliens i think comes back from the time of the pyramids that there's aliens back then actually came down ghost technology So, so you think you think the aliens sent this ship over here? I mean, I think they visited here before. I mean, I don't know. I mean, probably they sent a ship. I mean, probably looking at just laughing <laughs> our technology with the radios and they're like, "What? What the heck is this?" Got a radio? <laughs> we just think with our minds. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about UFO sightings in the military. So there is one famous um, sighting that actually the government recently uh, approved the release of these video recordings. Um, So Petty Officer PJ Hughes, he was in the Air Force, he recorded a UFO sighting that he said looked like a cylinder white object. It didn't have any windows, it didn't have any engine, there were no wings. Yep, he said it looked just like a white tic-tac floating in the sky. So after this um, flight, when they landed, he, you know, it was crazy. He couldn't believe what he's seen. He put the uh, video recordings from the flight into the lockbox, you know, just like normal, regular protocol. And then these three agents, were the agents or higher-ups, I guess, from the military, maybe generals. Secret people. Yeah. So whatever secret society takes care of the aliens, you know. Um, They came and they just removed those videos. They didn't even 
um, signed the log, he said. They just took them, and then nobody had ever seen those videos again. Um, but it is so crazy that in April of 2020, those were actually released, the videos of that. And the, the radar, you could see how it's showing up on the radar screen. So it was detected. Um, so I think this is just with videos and everybody having a cell phone. I just feel like with all these, it's like proof, you know, there's only so many things you can explain away from your eyes. Um, so, So, I guess we can talk about this hot topic that is becoming more and more popular. Like, as I mentioned before, the TikTok channels that are coming out, Instagram accounts talking about the UFOs or flying objects, unidentified flying objects. Um, So, one big question that we have um, is the government hiding the aliens? So, it seems like Roswell was the first alien cover-up in 1947 where the government really started to hide the truth from us and then I feel like they did kind of hide it in plain sight I mean they told us about it you know on um, TV you know they had all these you know but they kind of made it um, not like woo science but I guess not mainstream, you know, kind of, oh, I guess they they were calling it fringe science, you know, so you're crazy, you're a lunatic if you're going to be huh. into UFOs. Yeah. Um, so that's how it was back in the day. But I feel like now we all have our cell phones. Everybody, even in third world countries, pretty much everybody on this planet has a cell phone. So it is so much more easy what? Probably a lot of people that don't have cell phones in this world. Yeah, but I mean, but there's more than there was back in the before cell phones. Yeah, there. but so so it's for, hard to carry a camera with you and get a good picture with the crappy cameras back then. Yeah, like any kind of motion would have a blur. Exactly, but so for example, right now there's a a video I saw circulating that. There was a commercial flight that saw a UFO. And so you got to think pretty much everybody on that plane, they're just sitting there, passengers. Anybody with a window seat has a cell phone. They can record it. So just that right there, that maybe if somebody saw something in the 1940s or 50s, and oh, that reminds me of that Twilight Zone <laughs> episode where the Twilight guy was Zone. on. Remember that creature was on the plane? I don't know if you guys have seen that. Always on the wing. Yeah, 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 pretty crazy episode. I like that. But anyway, so back then, if you saw something on the airplane wing, um, you say, "Hey, look at that! Look at that!" And then a hand, only a handful of people are gonna see it, so you can't really prove it. It just, you know, oh, the five or six people's words. But if you know five or six people start spreading this video on the internet. Yeah. Uh, pretty crazy to think, you know, now you have millions fast. of people validating that, yes, that is a UFO, that is aliens. Um, so it's definitely a different time now, and it's not really considered yeah, the fringe said, like, it's science. A bug. That's what it was. You yeah, a, a, bug a bug or a weather balloon. Or Venus, um, or that was a planet that only comes out once a year. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like they definitely had tried to hide it from us, cover a lot of things up, but I feel like, you know... Because it seems like we just stalled, too, with our technology. It seems like we went from nothing to all this great technology to now the iPhones, they just keep adding one little thing more. It's like, oh, we're going to give you a third camera. Congratulations. Like, I only need one camera. Well, maybe that's the aliens keeping us where they want us to be. Um, But I did... Uh, take a look at this a story about some astronomers um, from the, oh, I think it's saying, Okahana, <laughs> Hawaii Observatory. Um, so this is about an asteroid that some people actually think it's disguised as that asteroid, but it's really a spaceship. Um, so what I thought was most interesting about this was this uh possible alien spacecraft or asteroid, whatever you want to call it. They, uh, it was basically like a long cigar shaped. Yeah, it was crazy. They said it actually went 196,000 miles per hour and the trajectory went close to Earth around the sun and then actually turned back around and went the opposite direction. Like, that's not really normal. Things go around the atmosphere and it kind of goes straight through. I mean, it doesn't really turn around. So they definitely think it was manned with a pilot because what are the chances that it didn't hit anything and went perfectly through the center, you know, rotated around the sun and went back out. So it's going back to the solar system it came from. That's just not something that naturally happens in science. So they definitely think it's being piloted or something. Um, And especially at that speed, what a... What a crazy fast speed. I can't even imagine anything going that fast. Um, so, John, so what do you think about that? Do you think that this is a our first alien spacecraft that we're coming, coming in contact with? Because it actually came from another solar system. It's a good possibility, but there's so many things out there right now. I mean, 6,000 sightings in one year. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Could be. I don't think it was the first. I think there's many more before it. Say, like, the ancient aliens, I think, comes back from the time of the pyramids. I think there's aliens back then. Actually came down, gives technology. So. So you think think the aliens sent this ship over here? I mean, I think they visited here before. I mean, I don't know... I mean, probably it's a ship, but we're probably looking at just laughing <laughs> our technology with the radios and they're like, what, what the heck is this? We got a radio, <laughs> we just think with our minds. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about UFO sightings in the military. So there is one famous um, sighting that actually the government recently uh, approved the release of these video recordings. Um, so Petty Officer PJ Hughes he was in the Air Force. He recorded a UFO sighting that he said looked like a cylinder white object. It didn't have any windows. It didn't have any engine. There were no wings. Yep. He said it looked just like a white Tic Tac floating in the sky. So after this um, flight, when they landed, he, you know, it was crazy. He couldn't believe what he's seen. He put the uh, video recordings from the flight into the lockbox, you know, just like normal, regular protocol. And then these three agents, were they agents or 
higher ups, I guess, from the military, maybe generals. Secret people. Yeah. So whatever secret society takes care of the aliens, you know, um, they came and they just removed those videos. They didn't even um, sign the log, he said. They just took them and then nobody had ever seen those videos again. Um, but it is so crazy that in April of 2020, those were actually released, the videos of that. And the, the radar, you could see how it's showing up on the radar screen. So it was detected. Um, so I think this is just with videos and everybody having a cell phone. I just feel like with all these, it's like proof, you know, there's only so many things you can explain away from your eyes. Um, so... (laughs) so so yeah so the pyramids they were pretty crazy i mean i've heard stories that some of the stone that was um mined was from hundreds of miles away and just the fact that they were able to bring those ginormous stones and lift them up as high and you know a lot of archaeologists archaeologists is that you say archaeologists there we go that's a tough word um (laughs) and um and scientists you know they've said that those those bricks and those stones are placed so perfectly or maybe it's stonehenge that i'm thinking of but that the pyramids yeah that you can't even put like a piece of paper through it so it's so meticulously placed each stone so you just think back i mean why have we try to build a mini pyramid we do dumb shit all the time test monkey smoking to see what happens to monkeys i mean putting lipstick on pigs to see how beautiful it makes them i guess i don't know i mean so, yeah, I mean, I guess we maybe have not had a need to build any pyramids. Maybe that's why. We but dumb stuff all the time. So, <laughs> and we just wonder, like, how they did that, you know? Were these ancient aliens, you know, that helped the Egyptians? Were they ancient aliens that did the Mayans? So another crazy thing about aliens, um, just briefly to touch on this too, are crop circles. So you always see those popping up and some have said that they're basically like a landing strip for alien UFOs. Some say that they're messages to those extraterrestrial beings. What do you think, John? I think they're a hoax. What? I mean, it's been proven. Like people go out there, I mean, they showed how to do it. It looked exactly like the ones. Maybe the first one might have been real to give somebody an idea, but it could have just been the hoax all along. Because, I mean, these things, I mean, they use GPS. GPS? Yeah, they use, like, Look GPS on phones to actually map it out. Look at, the, like, the drones now. You can make drones make, like, light show up in the sky. And that's what those people did back then. They just did simple thing. All it was is a two-by-four and a piece of rope. And they would take it, push it down, and do circles. Because I laid it down perfectly flat. Like, look at some of those things. Mm, yeah. That uh, alien's going to do a picture of himself. That's a, that's called a selfie. 
<laughs> Not that a picture, John. No, look at this one. <laughs> These, obviously. Like, look at that. What do you think that is? I don't know. They gotta just put some circles and a few lines. <laughs> I mean, they're not elaborate, like something that we never we've seen a circle before. It's nothing new. If he would have created a new shape, then I'd be impressed. I don't know. Here's my take on it. So to me, I think I don't think it's like a landing site, but it definitely looks like messages. I mean, a lot of them are in kind of a star shape. This one looks like moon and planets. Like, could it be a map? I don't know. I don't know what those are. Maybe we'll have to research that more and we'll have to do a whole episode on that. It might be interesting. That's possible. But yeah, so to kind of, you know, finish out this, um, this first podcast episode. Um, so I don't know, John, are we alone? It's gotta be impossible, right? I mean, the fact that we're the only ones in this entire existence of galaxies and other stars and planets it just it would be impossible that we're alone what do you think oh yeah definitely i mean there's too much out there and too much we haven't even seen i mean just like look on earth i think we've already explored maybe seven percent of the ocean i mean that's a lot of the ocean we haven't even seen i mean there could be so much things out there even. i mean and just imagine how big space is like we don't really actually know Right now, it's infinite. It just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Possibly. But we never know. And so, should we be scared? I mean, you saw some of those kind of gravity-defying um, UFOs, like that one that had no windows. A lot of these videos, they say, oh, things are spinning. Um and then with our nuclear weapons, how sometimes it seems like the nuclear weapons become disactivated. Um, yeah, I don't know. For us, I think they're trying to like, so we don't destroy each other. They know we're on the path of really being able to destroy each other. And they don't really want that. Maybe they helped, I don't know, create our civilization to help keep us moving forward to kind of see if we can ever get to where they are. I mean, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different scenarios with that, but I think I think there's definitely something out there. Can't deny it. So, do you think that they're already here? Um, it's a possibility. I mean, I've seen it like where they had videos of the aircraft actually going from that out in the sky, crashing into the ocean, but then they pop back out, like they're going to their base or something. So, I mean, how do you actually know if you actually seen an alien? they do have some way of looking like you or if they do look like us I mean I like to maybe think they look like E.T. little phone home long finger E.T. phone home yeah he's a little cool guy but I don't <laughs> want a alien versus predator coming here no yeah it's gonna be a bad day so <clears throat> a lot of people also are trying to talk about and dream about getting an atmosphere that is compatible with humans on Mars and hoping that they can somehow get a colony up there. Do you think we are going to ever live on Mars? Uh, Like the great Elon Musk says, (laughs) we will be there. There will be better civilization there. But, uh, I don't know. It's a hard thing. I mean, Mars, I mean, it seemed like it was going to be forever. Elon's talking about going there within the next 
three to four years. So we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I mean, it's going to take some geniuses to try to figure out how to actually make it into an atmosphere that we would be able to live and breathe. And how long does that take? Does it take a million years? A billion years? I mean, with our economy the way we go, it's not going to take two years. <laughs> it's going to be probably way long. We'll never see that aspect of it. But we may see a colony out there building the pathway for future people on Earth. How long does it take to get to Mars? Do you know? I believe it is 40 days, I'd like to say. No way. Seven months. Oh, yeah. It says oh. a spacecraft departs Earth at speed about 224,600 miles per hour, and the trip to Mars will be about seven months. Well, see, imagine if we had that 300 ship that million miles. Imagine if we had that ship that goes 196,000 miles per hour. How long would it take us then? Do that math. I don't have a calculator. We'll, we'll have to bench that one. We'll go back to you on that well, one. What did you say? 26,000 miles per hour? 24,600 miles per hour. So what's that? 24? It's going 300 million miles. So it's like four times faster than that. So that'd be about a month. Well, okay. it says that SpaceX to get to Mars is going to be between 128 to 333 days. It says it already has some plans for the Red Planet and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Elon Musk wants an interplanetary transport system, and it would reach in just 80 days. Well, that's what he said. He said I mean, that's so crazy. That's the, so insane. Yeah, he said the first people probably aren't coming back here, but I mean, sometimes you gotta. The first people. Yeah, I mean, you gotta sacrifice some oh life to move forward with life. Well, I mean, look at Noah's Ark. I mean,. <laughs> I guess, I guess that last question for my closer ended up opening a whole rabbit hole yeah. of going to Mars. So I think we could bench that also, and that could be another episode. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a blast. Our first episode of Unsolved Mysteries and Midnight Snacks with John and Tanya. And I know we had mentioned the Midnight Snacks, so sometimes we do share fun recipes. John, what was your Midnight snack today you want to share? Be honest. Um, some pickles. <laughs> a few strawberries. That was pretty good. It was kind of like a fruit salad type thing. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty good. Nothing fancy. I didn't cut a pickle open and put the peanut butter on it this time and a few pieces of chocolate. We'll do some cool stuff like that, though. We'll actually... Maybe I'll share some of my secret recipes, like my Old Bay pork chops. Those things are good. If you haven't tried them, those some Old Bay on a pork chop. Those are air fryer. I'm not going to tell you the grease. That's a secret. But don't undercook it because we don't want you to die. I want you to keep listening to us. But take it back, Tanya. All righty. Well, we will see you next time. And keep looking for aliens. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unsolved Mysteries and Midnight Snacks, a podcast with John and Tanya. 
And for right now, it is actually just Tanya that you have. <laughs> um, this episode is kind of going to be a little bit of a mishmash. Um, is that how you say it? Mishmash? Yeah, that could be it. Um, of different segments, just of a couple of thoughts. Um, this episode is kind of like a, maybe a diary entry, so to say. <laughs> um, so... Just a little bit of background information. John, who's my partner in this podcast and also my partner in life, he actually does travel a little bit um, most days out of the week, actually. So it can make finding time to record a little bit more difficult. Um, So this thought that I had, this is kind of like a little diary episode I was procrastinating from work like we probably all do scrolling on my phone um, scrolling down videos and I saw this just a little um, clip of an interview with Elon Musk and he was talking about which he actually made a lot of good points about our technology how we went to the moon in 1969 but we haven't been back Um, And he brought up an interesting point that if we don't work really, really hard at our technology, that it doesn't grow. It can actually halt or kind of regress. Um, And I thought that was a pretty pretty interesting point. Um, And then he brought up the ancient Egyptians and making the pyramids. And he brought up that point of, um, you know, why haven't we built them again? And then he brought up the, um, oh man, now I gotta go by memory. Of course, I'll never find that clip again. So I'm pretty sure it's the Sumerians. I'm not sure. I'm just guessing real quick. Um, I'm not gonna research it, but, or maybe it was even, actually, I think it was the Romans that he said. Um, Whoever made the um, underground, the irrigation systems, um, that type of technology back then was new and they didn't have it um so i and then he he brought up those ancient civilizations that had advanced technology for their age so he all you know he mentioned oh well you know they did that and you know we haven't been building pyramids since then so then that opens up that question well did the ancient egyptians actually build those pyramids or did they have help ding 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 (laughs) so that's you know been a question in people's minds for years and years decades centuries lots of time (laughs) and it's just you know it's just still so remarkable to me um how precisely those stones and those pyramids fit together I just I think they had to have helped you know whether it was a supernatural power or extraterrestrials we may never know or maybe that's going to be the question that we ask when we die (laughs) so first question did the aliens build the pyramids um so I thought that was super interesting and then another topic that my son he actually brought up uh, Again, I can't remember the year, and who knows? I don't probably shouldn't quote a 10 year old, but he said by, I don't know, let's say 2075 that we're gonna be on Mars, or maybe he, no, he said 2029, so it was actually kind of a, a closer date. I don't know why I was saying 2079, but kind of close, so that's like what seven years away. 
it's not too far off that we would be on Mars. Um, so that's just kind of crazy to think too, though, that why haven't we been to the moon? So I'm drinking my kombucha. If you know me, you know I love my kombucha. This one's got 19 million pro live probiotics. Love it. Um, anyways, back on track. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's just crazy to think, you know, that we haven't been back to the moon since 1969. Um, and then, of course, you know, on TikTok and on social media, you see all these people and it's actually a pretty good amount of people i'm surprised by how many people believe that we did not actually go to the moon so i don't know if this needs to be we could probably do a whole nother podcast on this too because i was watching a couple tiktoks of um, clips from interviews with buzz aldrin um, the guy who actually did go to the moon and i saw one recently where he was saying that they didn't actually have cameras he's like how could they film it up there we didn't have cameras up there and then he was saying that it was reenacted in a hollywood studio so i've heard a couple of interviews where he says a couple of things that i'm just like wow okay this needs to be another podcast episode for us to research um you know he's mentioned that the moon is actually hollow You know, he's mentioned that there's an entire civilization that lives, you know, on the dark side of the moon. So I'm going to have to go and dive a little bit deeper in those and see if I can find um, some of those clips or interviews so I can rewatch those. But yeah, so I mean, that definitely does make us all wonder, did we really go to the moon? And I'm always surprised how many people that I see... um, you know, on on the comment section saying, yeah, right, because we didn't really go to the moon, or, oh, you know, just, you know, all kinds of sarcastic things that they say in the comment section, (laughs) the scary comment sections, Um, but yeah, so I just, I don't know, I mean, did we really go there? I saw one person say that there's no way that we would ever be able to have enough fuel to get there and then get back. So, I mean, why aren't we looking into this a little bit more? I know there's a lot of people who think that they have debunked this. Um, But that is a huge question. Did we really go to the moon? So that's going to be our topic of this night's... Well, like I said, it's going to be a mashup. So maybe this night and tomorrow... And the next day's podcast. (laughs) All right. So that question, did we really go to the moon? I keep seeing it all over the internet and I wanted to find out what are the reasons that people have come up with this conspiracy theory? What are the so-called proofs or evidence that people think that they have that we didn't really go to the moon. So I started digging online and looking at um, different websites and then I actually ran across uh, one of the first one that pops up defending this moon landing and debunking all these conspiracy theories is 
the Royal Museums of Greenwich or Greenwich. Um, and they're located in the UK. <laughs> so I was just trying to figure out how to say that for a second. Um, but yeah, so they're in the UK. So I thought that was a little bit interesting um, that they're one of the main websites that pops up here. And I've heard a couple of these before. Um, and I'm sure one of the main ones that is most popular is that the flag that they put on the moon, it's waving, you know, kind of like there's wind. Um, in the video or in, in the pictures, it looks like it's waving in the wind. And a lot of people are saying, well, there's no wind on the moon. So how would it wave like that? Um, but I feel like this is where critical thinking really comes into play and all of these theories, you know, I ended up having my own theories because we all have brains and we can think for ourselves. And I definitely highly recommend always using your brain and thinking for yourself. It's a really cool thing. Um, so they're saying that the flag was folded up for four days in a cabin. Um, and it does kind of just look wrinkled, but I was like, well, Hey, isn't there different kind of gravity? Um, maybe, you know, that's just the way that gravity is on the moon and it just floats in that way and it looks like it's waving, but I dug and dug and I didn't really come up with any, um, really, even on this UK site, they really didn't have any, um, thing much to say about that. Um, they're just like, you know, Hey, it's wrinkles. It's debunked. I don't know if that really debunks it, but the UK says it does. Um, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting, now this one I really don't understand why there wouldn't be, um, but there, in a lot of the photographs that you look at, there's actually no stars. <laughs> um, there's no stars at all. And I don't, I don't know why there wouldn't be. You know, there's stars all over. You look up at our sky, we see stars. It doesn't ever really look black, especially there's no lights on the moon. Um, you know, here on Earth, if there's a lot of city lights around and a lot of uh, noise, per se, from, you know, populated areas, then you can't see the stars as well. But if you're out in the country, you know, middle of nowhere, you look up, bright beautiful sky you don't even feel like it's that dark anymore because the stars are so bright so why wouldn't it be like that on the moon um so that is pretty suspicious that one is but you know what also this was in 19 um 1969 they had different cameras it could also be maybe the filter the saturation this would be my theory about it you know the different saturations on the camera and the lighting um maybe didn't pick up the stars um this is gonna sound like a really silly <laughs> like a really silly comparison but even our cameras today sometimes they don't pick up shine or shimmer that well at all um I have a couple pairs of shoes that are actually considered to be metallic and the threads are that are woven through are metallic and you literally cannot pick that up at all on camera and they're gorgeous and they shimmer and shine when you look at them in person but you can't see it on the camera and I have an iPhone 
X or whatever, you know, and that's, I'm sure, a lot better than the cameras that they had back then in 1969. So that would be my critical thinking there. Um, but let's see here. I'm just trying to take a look at the other ones I was coming across. And those are two that I've heard of. Um, another thing they actually did, you know, we have tons of rovers and spacecrafts that have gone back to the moon. Um, so they're saying that, you know, and there's videos of it too, though, all the stuff we left on the moon is still there. <laughs> Nobody's touched it. Um, so, so that's all there. That's good to know. Um, and then another thing that we saw is that people wouldn't survive the radiation of going through the atmosphere of the earth. Oh, there's two other good ones that I saw. Um, this one, you know, in 1958, that's really when our space travel and our exploration kind of exploded here in the United States. Um, you know, I was trying to come up with another reason, too. Why would people want us to not have gone to the moon? Is it just because they feel, you know, fooled and they don't want to be fooled? So they're trying to go down these rabbit holes and figure this out for themselves? Um, but why would we benefit of this all being made up and fake and made in some Hollywood studio? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking back, you know, politically, um, the time of the world, you know, Russia, we were trying to compete with Russia and China. Well, we're always trying to compete with them, it seems. Um, so maybe we were just trying to get there first. Maybe we just we couldn't get there. I mean, all these theories that I've been looking up, they're saying we didn't have the technology then um, at all. So maybe we just had to fake it, you know, fake it till you make it. Let's go get a, <laughs> a Hollywood studio in the desert or whatever they did, you know, to fake that. Um, but, and another theory too that I saw that, I mean, does kind of make it a little suspicious were the shadows in the picture. The photograph taken by Neil Armstrong after they landed. Um, it looks like the shadow, there's a, a light source coming from him straight on. And then I guess the shadow from the top of their spaceship. I don't know, rocket, space rover. I'm not a NASA scientist, I'm sorry. But it looks like they're not parallel. There are two different shadows from two different light sources. So this is kind of suspicious. Um, but it looks like back here on Earth, they've been able to debunk this. Um, you don't have to have multiple light sources. Also, to the cameras, you know, like I mentioned before, from 1969, maybe the flash was off, you know, maybe he has a flash on his camera and then there's a light source coming from his spaceship that he just landed on the moon. Who knows? Um, but that's another one of the theories, you know, that they're trying to figure out, um, why the shadows are a little bit off, you know, they're not parallel when they would be if there's only one light source, which would be, I guess, the camera or the flash. Um, and then, you know, they're saying, that we wouldn't have been able to make it through that atmosphere. Um, but as far as history goes, I mean, they're saying that on July 16th, 1969, Apollo 11 mission 
with Commander Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, and Buzz Aldrin. Got in a spaceship, took off, took them four days to reach the moon, and they did land on the moon. And then here is this famous quote that I'm sure we have all heard before. That's one small step for man. So, there we have it. Maybe we will never know if we really did land on the moon. What do you guys think? All right, so it is me, Tanya, again. This is the same podcast, but this is my third segment. I was hoping to get John here, but we just have busy schedules. So I'm actually going to be finishing out this podcast with you guys. And um, this part probably should have been in the last segment. This is just kind of circling back to the Buzz Aldrin interview on Conan O'Brien in 2000. Um, But... Like I said in the beginning, this is just kind of mishmash, you know, hodgepodge. I guess that could might be the better word that I was saying at the beginning of it. Of different ideas that I've had on this topic. Um, and we don't really have the traditional setting right now to record with John and I. So I was just going to finish this out. Um, so back in 2000, Buzz Aldrin was a guest on the Conan O'Brien show. And he made a remark that caused a lot of speculation and I've seen numerous TikToks on social media about this and it's just a clip that really doesn't show any um before and after of the whole entire interview because I think they're only a minute long I don't think you can record for more than one minute um but it does seem to have sparked a little bit of conspiracy theories um, and so just, you know, playing devil, devil's advocate, I always try to, you know, see both sides. I just like to know all the information. I'm one of those people. I just like to know numbers, facts, graphs, charts, you know, <laughs> everything. And it's interesting because I feel like it's gotten a lot worse as I've gotten older. I feel like I need more information and I used to make decisions rather quickly. I feel, but the older I get, I feel like I have to research, um, not this previous card, but the one I had before this one, I, I think it took me like a year of research just to decide what car it was, <laughs> you know, the perfect one for me. Um, and then we test drove a bunch of them, but I just feel like it takes me a long time to make a decision. So I always like to go back over all the information. Um, so I went and I watched this, um, TikTok where I noticed I had a million views and one million shares um, and then I decided to do some more research like I said on that particular YouTube video um, and there was also an article that was debunking this theory um, that came from that interview um, so the YouTube video is just an extended version of this quote um, and I got directed to this YouTube video from the article that I read that was 
quote-unquote debunking this conspiracy theory and this website is routers.com um so i think it's like a fact-checking website it seems pretty legit um but anyways here's the quote and this is also searchable on youtube you can watch this whole interview um so at the one minute 29 mark o'brien says let's talk about this because it's fascinating i remember very clearly i think anybody who was alive at the time does i remember my parents waking me up and we went down and we watched you guys land on the moon then aldrin responds no you didn't because there wasn't any television there wasn't anybody taking the picture you watched animation so you associated what you saw with you heard me talking about you know how many feet were going left and right And then I said, contact light, engine stopped, a few other things. And then Neil said, Houston Tranquility Base, the Eagle has landed. How about that? Not a bad line. So I guess what's interesting is, you know, you see the TikToks and that's all they show. And people are probably like, oh my gosh, what does he mean? You saw animation. Did they really go on the moon? You know, that's when everybody starts thinking, the wheels start turning. Um, And... When I watch the entire interview, um, you see that Conan O'Brien said, oh, you're right. It was the radio. It wasn't a live television broadcast. Um, and then I saw another article on CNN and I ran across, um, I guess it was a fact and a live broadcast. Um, so it, it looks like it was. And so I got confused because... I learned some information about this camera that was used in the satellite that it was used to broadcast. So I thought that was interesting how, you know, he's saying, oh, you're right, it was the radio. But is he remembering wrong? I mean, they did have radio shows back then and people gathered around the radio. But then I looked on the CNN website and said, yeah, we did go on the moon and we did broadcast it. So NASA teamed up with Westinghouse to create and build the video recorder camera for this Apollo 11 moon landing. And this video camera costs $2.29 million. So right now in year 2022, that's a heck of a lot of money, at least for me, but I'm not, you know, Beyonce or anything like that. So for her, she'd probably be like, man, oh, I'd have to sell some houses and cut back my bills. You know, for me, I'd be like, okay, I'm living large. So, back then, I feel like that was probably a heck of a lot more. Now, with this 9% inflation, or whatever it is now, when you listen, this will probably be 15%, who knows? But, that was a lot of money. Especially for a camera. (laughs) And, who knew? Cameras could even be that expensive. Um, They didn't even have color back then. It was just black and white. Um, But, it was the first one to go in space and the first one of its kind. So I also thought this was interesting because I just kind of went down this rabbit hole and I was looking at all these articles and I ran across an article of why we don't have the original Apollo 11 moon landing footage and why haven't they cleaned it up? You know, now you see better pictures of Cinderella and Pinocchio, Snow White, Disney's cleaned up those old movies and they're so much clearer and they have a better quality to them. So how come they couldn't fix that? So I went down the rabbit hole, started investigating, and they actually accidentally taped over it. 
yes, you heard that right. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> Their videotape that had the Apollo 11 footage, our first landing on the moon, we were the first ones to ever go and ever do it, and they recorded over it. It's like, couldn't you have put some, you know, with a Sharpie, some masking tape on the side or something, and do not record over this? Um, so I guess what had happened was in the, in the 1990s, around the 25th anniversary of this landing, NASA wanted to go back and clean up the original footage to try to make it less grainy and easier to use. They searched all over NASA and all over the buildings and cabinets and whatever secret dungeon storage units they have, <laughs> and they couldn't find it. So then they realized, oh no, remember back in the 80s when we had too much satellite information coming in and we didn't have any hard drives? Oh yeah. Well, we actually used that tape to record some of these satellite images, and we recorded over the moon mission. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. They were probably <laughs> so mad. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, that's NASA for you. So I guess I'm still kind of on the fence. You know, I've gone through my research so far and all of the information I, I feel like you know maybe he was just getting older and sometimes older people say a lot of crazy things um I still need to find somebody had said I think it was John that he was saying something on his deathbed about how they didn't really go and it was all fake I mean you know it, it is kind of strange that they haven't gone back I think that's strange nobody's gone back to the moon we don't need to go but then some say that we wouldn't have been able to carry enough fuel to get back. So, I don't know. There's lots of theories. We could probably keep going into this and I could probably dive a little bit deeper and get more research. Um, but I want to believe it. I want to believe that we went to the moon and that we have um, those footsteps of theirs, little footprints and our flag. Well, I guess it's not waving in the wind. <laughs> There's no wind up there. That was another thing we debunked. Um, but I guess we'll never know. Maybe we have to send somebody back. I did see that there were satellite pictures of our spaceship still up there. And the stuff that we left, it's still there. So, I mean, if we can believe all those pictures, then I guess we really did go. But I'm going to go ahead and end our podcast there. Next time, I will hop on here with John. We're going to find time to record. And we're looking at some crazy interesting um, topics. I've, you know, when I've been looking at all the UFOs, I've ran across the hollow earth theory. And that's so crazy. <laughs> I've just started looking into that. And that's some pretty insane stuff. And then I talked to my dad and he said, Oh my gosh, that's what I did my senior paper on. I was like, what? Of all of all things, that's what you did it on? That's crazy. So I'm going to interview him for that podcast episode. I think that'll be really interesting. Um, so that's all coming up. And thank you for joining me on Unsolved Mysteries and Midnight Snacks, a podcast. This time with Tanya. Next time we'll be with Tanya and John. And keep looking for aliens. Hello, X 
extraterrestrials and welcome to unsolved mysteries a podcast with john and tanya thank you so much for joining us this evening and for this fourth episode we are so excited to bring a fun topic that you may not have heard about for a little while and if you have it's actually resurfacing um, as of recently in pop culture so for our fourth episode in season one our episode tonight is called la chupacabra and mutilated cattle join us as we explore a phenomenon that started back around 1976 and it was really very prominent in the mid 90s especially on the island of puerto rico but we also have seen sightings on the mainland of the united states around texas and some of those new mexico and arizona borders um lately we've actually noticed there's been a lot of sightings in montana and oregon washington of mutilated cattle that have similar puncture wounds and very similar killings to the chupacabra that we've seen in previous decades so join john and i as we explore la chupacabra in puerto rico and the u.s and most recently mutilated cattle.